What you believe about yourself and your life is likely not based in reality, but in bullshit stories that you did not consent to, pieced together throughout your life with ideas offered to you from external sources. This podcast is here to help you recognize and dismantle those stories so you can reclaim your power and achieve what you want in life. Welcome to Yeah, I Made That Up with life and business coach Kelly Jackson. On the first episode of this podcast, I told you that I would spill my story, so here it is. This is what made me decide to put all of my career pieces together into one pretty little year-long dino-toting package. It involves the 2016 election, a fuckload of political activism, a therapist who told me I don't need therapy because I have excellent coping skills, another year of searching for help, a book, a podcast, and a massive financial investment. The end. All the twists and turns. There you go. (laughs) Just kidding. Like many queers and feminists, my girlfriend and I wore white to the polls to vote for Hillary Clinton in the 2016 election. Yes, the suffragists were problematic in a lot of ways, but wearing white was a visual statement. Everyone knew what it meant. We were part of a movement. But that night didn't go how we thought it would, and I had a lot of thoughts about that. Thoughts that created the emotions of fear and dread. My graduate level education was for a master's degree in art history, so I had studied a lot of the trajectory of history the world over, and I had the foresight to know (laughs) that if 45 was elected, we would experience another Holocaust. And because of those thoughts that I couldn't shut off, I had nightmares for weeks. I've never been prone to nightmares, and I've never had trouble sleeping, but the anxiety I had over this election was extreme. I'd wake up with pain in my thighs because I dreamt of American Nazis ripping the tattoos off of my body. I'd have a panic attack and duck to the ground every time a plane or helicopter flew overhead. And living in a city with an international airport and an executive airport, and at that time living just a couple of blocks from a hospital, some sort of aircraft flew over multiple times each day. I eventually started self-medicating with an herbal spray that was oral, it went under your tongue, that I bought at our local health food store. But when I was using it every 45 minutes overnight, I'd essentially wake up high and unable to function well during the day. Not that I was functioning well with frequent panic attacks either. I thought that if I became more politically involved in the resistance, I would have more of a sense of empowerment and a sense of belonging. So that's what I did. I joined every group. I marched in every protest and chanted at every rally for about three or four months. 
At one of the group meetings, I met the organizer for my area Planned Parenthood and started volunteering by lobbying at the state level with them. I led a couple of organizations and all of it helped in the moments that I was surrounded by others pursuing change, but none of it helped when I was alone with my thoughts. So I sought out a therapist and that was less than helpful. When I decided to seek out a therapist, I chose a woman who had come highly recommended by one of our local LGBTQ centers and left a voicemail for her, high as a kite from using my herbal spray so frequently. I didn't know what else to do. I needed help. She called me back later that day and we set an appointment for later in the week. The appointment was scheduled for one hour. It lasted two. Over half of it was devoted to the local organizations I had joined and those I was now running. She was fairly new to the area and didn't know about all of the groups, even the fact that they existed, much less what they did. The session ended with her telling me that I didn't need to come back because I had developed strong coping skills for myself, that I was doing the right things. She didn't charge me or my insurance company for that session. And I still felt like shit. Even worse now because therapy had been my last hope. This was now the third time that a therapist had told me I had excellent coping skills. So why the fuck did I still feel like I was losing my mind all the time? After that conversation, I decided to resign myself to the notion that I would just always feel like shit. This was my new normal. About a year later, I read a book that indicated that in order to change your life, you needed to hire a coach. Now, I had been coaching women for six or seven years to this point, but it was within the context of the direct sales industry specifically. I had attended training after training after training on coaching women to let go of their own bullshit, but I had never paid a coach outside of that context. And it was around that time that I found my teacher's podcast. And she had a coaching program. Y'all, the heavens had opened up. I submitted an application for a consultation call. I had the call. I flipped my shit over the dollars I was about to drop that I didn't have. I committed to the work for six months. And about month four, I noticed that a shift had taken place. I felt lighter. I didn't have panic attacks anymore, and I couldn't remember the last time I woke up from a nightmare. Here's what I learned about the difference between therapy and coaching. Therapy focuses on mental illness. The goal is getting people to the level of baseline functioning. So if you're functioning, that's the best outcome. But it doesn't mean you don't feel terrible. So if you have excellent coping skills, you may function, but still feel awful in your day-to-day life. Coaching starts 
at that baseline of functioning and focuses on mental wellness. The goal is to feel a little bit less like shit as you do the work so that eventually you feel neutral and then kind of good, even in devastating circumstances. And I know how fucked up that sounds, but since I've been consistently using the tools that I teach in the Pressure Point coaching program that I run, I've had such a completely different experience of life. There was a period of a couple of months in early 2019 when a few people I knew and loved passed away. And even the experience of the loss of a loved one was different. It was almost sweet to experience true grief. And again, I know how fucked up that sounds. But the point of this isn't to be happy all the time. That's not possible. About half a life sucks. The point is to be able to experience that half without losing your damn mind about it. And that's what I have to offer you. I built my program to last an entire year because I wanted to incorporate in-depth work with real life practice. And as I was outlining it, a year made the most sense. The program takes you through every aspect of life, your relationship with yourself, your body image, your family and friendships, sex, money, there's nothing off limits. So all the things you feel like shit about, they're in the program. You get lessons on how to work through them for your own self-study. You get weekly coaching calls with me. You get pretty much non-stop access to me for digital coaching with the tools that I teach you. And the goal is to get you beyond functioning. The goal is to teach you to coach yourself so that by the end of the year, you don't need me. Shoot me an email to sign up for a free 30-minute consultation call. And let's see if we'll be a good fit for one another. My email address, pressurepointcoaching at gmail.com.